Talking with Words. Welcome back to Talking with Words. You're here with Rob, James, Ryan, Taylor. And tonight we're going to watch Super from, what was this, 2010? Yes. This is Rain Wilson, uh, Elliot Page now, uh, Liv Tyler, Kevin Bacon, Michael Rooker, Andre Royo, Sean Gunn, uh, Linda, Card- Linda Cardellini. I love Linda Cardellini. Uh, Nathan Fillion. It's, it's got all the, the, I think James Gunn even makes a cameo. Yeah, he does. Uh, written by Gunn. This is one of his early ones. I think it was right after Slither. It is described as, after his wife falls under the influence of a drug dealer, an everyday guy transforms himself into the Crimson Bolt, a superhero with the best intentions but lacking in heroic uh, skills. Had to skip a page. It's a cliffhanger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan, you got the parents' guide? I do. So, Super is rated R for strong bloody violence, pervasive language, sexual content, and drug use. Based on what I see here, that doesn't do it justice. Sex and nudity, violence and gore, profanity, alcohol, drugs, and smoking, frightening and intense scenes, all severe. Oh, oh, you wow. got to love James Gunn when he's un- uncaged. R- reminds me of Peacemaker. I love it. Exactly. I like it when they all happen, but I really like it when they all happen in the same times. Ah, uh, yes. Find a box for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. None of you guys have seen this, correct? Correct. Yes. Let's go watch uh, Rain Wilson not be Dwight. Super. All right, we'll be back. (laughs) Call 411. What's the rest of the number? 870-501-91. Uber, schnitt. <laughs> there was a, a schnitt in there. Uh, your, your sweater is what fucking shit up. <laughs> no, it's what um. My sweater is what makes it better. The the entire goal of one hundred one Dalmatians is Taylor sweater. Oh. <laughs> you call me Cruella right now? Yeah, you got you got six dogs sewed together on that thing. I'm just the bill. Yes, uh, I'm only a bill, I don't and I'm sitting costume. here on Capitol Hill. His costume is his power. It's true. Oh, Jesus. It's it's definitely my kryptonite. I like to keep things black and white. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's talk about Super. What'd you guys think? Uh, it's really enjoyable. I uh, really got into it. Liked it from the beginning to the end. It was super. Oh, uh, cop out, son of a bitch. Mm. Absolute no, I, uh, treat. Oh, yeah. I loved it. I'm disappointed that's the first time I've ever seen it. I've forgotten a lot. Uh, I remember liking it, but, man, it got gory. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it got real there. <laughs> it actually wasn't as gory as I expected it to be. You know, it wasn't, um, it wasn't Django Unchained, everybody's... Filled with blood, and we're going to shoot them all. Well, but, there were feet. Yeah, there were feet. Uh, there were heroin feet. Um, but, I mean. The the misking skull was pretty gory. Part of it. <laughs> yeah. 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 And Bolty's face at the end there. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, Misty. I mean, she was she was missing part of her skull, Oh, the too. missing face. I thought you said the missy face. Misty. Like Mis- the, uh, missing, yeah. The drug dealer that got shot, and it just kind of I mean, I think uh, in retrospect, all of the face was there. It was just like Terminator 2, like exploded out. It was just around. Yeah, yeah. Just wasn't in the shape of a face anymore. It was not bolt-tastic, I'll tell you that. (laughs) So, let's go back to the beginning of this thing. This starts off with the happy memories. He's got the two happy memories. What do you call them? His uh, perfect moments? His two perfect moments, yeah. I got like six sneezes in here that need to come out, but I'm going to try and hold them back. And the two perfect moments he has are one getting married to Liv Tyler's Sarah. I get it. The other one is <laughs> a criminal runs by and the cop comes up and he just says, he went in their officer and the cop <laughs> says, thanks, pal. <laughs> 
And then he draws them with two big hands. Yeah, early signs of greatness, obviously. Yeah, yeah. This is very beta male becomes an alpha male. But I love like the way that his alpha male is is personified. Well, it, yeah. you know, it kind of it made a nice intro in because, you know, we just come through that animated opening sequence, which was great the, in its own. The animated right. dance scene. Yeah. And it had a dance. Uh, it had a dance. With the heavy uh, asthmatic breathing at the end. It had an appropriately diverse group of people singing and dancing. Uh-huh. Um, our, our prelude to uh, Peacemaker right there. And, and, then, yeah. and then right into the, the first scene, you know, he's narrating uh, himself and the, and the two perfect moments with this kind of Crayola kids drawing, which, <laughs> yeah. which his wife instantly tells him is bad. <laughs> the hands are too big. <laughs> I, th- I thought the fact that he woke up early to color as a grown adult was hilarious. Well, you knew <laughs> almost immediately yeah. that there was something wrong with this we guy. We knew who we were oh, dealing yeah. with right away. Crayola does two perfect moments. So before we get into Kevin Bacon's Jacques coming in and stealing her, I like that you have his... Henchman, John Gunn was in there with the bong because at the time he made it seem like she was like innocent and perfect and amazing. And then as the movie goes on, you realize, oh, she's a recovering addict. She works at a strip club. She's not so innocent. The way they they set it up is great because you don't have any of those forced on you. They they originally portray her as working at the diner. I'm still not like a a waitress at the diner. It's not clear how long they were actually married. (laughs) We we know from later on they they. They married after six months. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was something quick. like that. And I don't know if that was about it. like from first date or from her starting at the diner. <laughs> Which I did <laughs> really a, like. It's about the same time frame. <laughs> I like the sister conversation because that is a drug addict type of conversation where they play the victim <laughs> yeah. the whole way through and like they know exactly what they're doing kind of thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's well done. This guy's here to fix me. He's here. No, he's here to save me. Is what she said. Yeah, it's great. It's great the way they portray him as like, dude. He's just taking advantage of this recovering yeah girl. Oh, and God. he just doesn't know it. Yeah, he has no idea. Well, that's what it is. Like he's in love, but he doesn't realize that she's so broken that he. Yeah, basically, like he doesn't understand what love is, like because he doesn't even understand the person that he's married to. Yeah, when he comes home and he sees her doing drugs. Because, oh, you know, I, I could have saved her. No. Well, he, he knew she was a recovering addict. Right, but, but he doesn't understand what that means. No. <laughs> um, he's just like... Yeah, he's a special boy. Yeah. But uh, it was weird to me that the, that Jacques shows up before this happens. You know, it's, it seems like it happened like the same day. Like, you realize that she left. Oh, if you've got Kevin Bacon, you're going to use him. <laughs> yeah. Also... For sure. Bacon and eggs. Bacon and eggs. Bacon and eggs. <laughs> he did compliment the eggs a lot. Kevin Bacon eating eggs. Genius. Oh, man, I got a sneeze in there that just will not come out. Um, <laughs> just to use the mute button. Yeah. Which, <laughs> how, how emasculating for your, your wife's uh, new new boyfriend shows up and you fix him breakfast. Eat him eggs. Which they had, that, they had that separation. You didn't know who he was. And then later on, you see that he's the one who's pumping her full of drugs and yeah, the the assumption is he's just one of the one of the guys that likes to hang out and smoke pot at the house while he's slaving away at the most disgusting disgusting diner kitchen I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. uh, don't don't go back. Don't go back there. Any restaurant. I, I I've seen <laughs> gas stations in BFE with a grill that were not that disgusting. <sighs> it's because they only had six customers. It's true. Touche. <laughs> Yeah, no one, nobody ate that food. It's easy to keep clean. It's I mean, just put let, new varnish on. <laughs> let's be honest. I don't. I don't recall seeing six customers in the diner in this movie. Well, uh, look, man. The Elliot movie is, Page said that. See, I don't know if I should refer to it as a he or she because it's, it's at a the she time in this it was movie, Ellen Page. So, yeah, but, but but I feel like okay. So let's talk about this for a second. Let's get political. Well, I'm <laughs> glad you're here, Taylor. Uh, so wait, we can always do count we, on you. Do we refer to Elliot Page or Ellen Page because? I feel like even though it was Ellen Page at the time of the movie, I feel like she just wasn't, like, didn't have the confidence enough to say Elliot Page yet. So maybe we should just say Elliot Page and, like, retroactive that shit. Yes. Or let's I do feel it. like that's right, right? <laughs> it's how IMD, IMDb lists it. It's official. 
Yeah, but yeah. IMDb, that, those are those motherfuckers are just trying to be on the right <laughs> side of history. That's how Amazon's got it listed too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're all it's all corporate shit. I feel like we can actually like get it right right here and say it's. Oh yeah, we're gonna solve this. We're shit. changing the world today. Yeah, yeah. We should probably say this is Elliot Page, like at the time, even though. Oh, so well, let's just refer to him as Libby then. Because in this movie, his character is Libby. No, no. Elliot, that's, Elliot that's, Page. That's I'm saying Elliot Page. You say whatever you want. Elliot Page fucking stole this movie. Oh. All the best scenes. Libby was a fun character. He had all the best scenes. She, the, was, she was a raper, though. That's one of the best scenes. <laughs> Which, okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go there. So... Taylor's the, promoting rape right now. I don't know I feel about no, that. no, no. I'm not saying it's a good scene because that was great. I'm saying it was a good scene because that was great. <laughs> <laughs> that was a woman raping a man. And it there, still is. There was still man on man rape yeah. in the movie. I, I, yes, there a, was. A large tattooed prison feller. I just love that yeah. they yeah. met in the comic shop. And here's a case of Libby being this. Uh, pretty girl working at a comic shop. It was like the pretty ugly girl. I'm pretty sure that's what you would not expect someone that attractive to be working in a comic sh- comic book shop like that and have all this comic book knowledge and be the geek that this character is as we go forward. Um, Libby just didn't realize she was attractive. And, well, no, until is, you start talking happens. to her. Then you realize, oh, this yeah. bitch is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the best. As I love that her thing was... Oh, she just wants to get high violence as quickly as possible. Libby took Frank on a crash course through super superheroes that didn't have powers. Yeah. Right. And, you know, threw some out there and pulled them back immediately. Controversially, yeah. even. Uh, Iron Man, is that superpower? And, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a super su- Super intelligence, <laughs> but that's about it. The way Paige played that character, though, like, especially with, like, <laughs> at the end when she's stabbing the guy and turns and just full on grins <laughs> and runs the, the car into Sean Gunn and breaks his, smashes his legs and everything. Her overall joy of killing these people was phenomenal. Yeah. That's what made her so fun to watch. I think is how excited Libby got for just murdering people. Just gleefully explaining how uh, she smashed his legs with the car and now he has internal bleeding and he's going to die. And then she waved to a uh, small child. And ins- and that inspired uh, the children in the crowd. Which yeah. is also great for, mm-hmm. like, uh, a, a sidekick, which you just want the sidekick to do whatever it takes to protect the main character. So, like, she smashes his legs. She's clawing people to death. And she's smiling. She She always, it's like a kid looking back at their mother. Like, just make sure and look back and make sure this is okay. And 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 check with uh with your authority. Hey, are you watching? Hey, are you watching? Hey, hey, look <laughs> yeah. at look at this. Look at this. Yes, it's but so great. Also, the character Libby is so different from Frank that they mesh perfectly because <laughs> he is very quiet and just full on that crazy Christian. Um, she she and she's out there. Yeah, and there's no. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he keyed my car. There's no leash. There's no leash on Libby. Yeah. But but Frank, he's very, he has a plan for the most part of what he's going to do A, B, C, and that's for Christ or whatever with his visions, which we skipped way ahead. Let's go. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're jumping around. Can can we rewind back to that first vision? So (laughs) seven minutes in. So before that, Mm. even when he's sitting in the bed and he's kind of like giving us his, his monologue, he says, I've been having visions since I was eight, which right there. Jesus yeah. sitting on the wall. <laughs> you've got you've got a turn that it's it's really one of the first big weird turns because <laughs> he says that so you know okay this guy's crazy and then the first one you see is Jesus on the wall like hey it's cool everything's fine don't yeah. worry about it second one and, and, is, he does, and, and you don't even know what Jesus is referring yeah there's to there. <laughs> it's just I assume it happens to everybody I assume it's masturbating but <laughs> or wetting the bed yeah okay Bo- both would or, be accurate for yeah, him yeah yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot you can map onto that. And then before the actual vision he has that starts this whole thing off, he's in his house watching tentacle porn, and then he switches over to um, Holy, what was his name? The All Holy, Jesus Network. Holy Avenger. 
Yeah. Is that what they would call Nathan Fillion's character? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the Holy Avenger on the All Jesus With Network. James Gunn being the demon that's trying to seduce, which I need to look it up. I assume some of the girls in those were like... Porn stars. Uh, yeah, porn stars. I just, I just think that this whole thing got written so he could do those two parts in those shorts. There's got to be some... Un, there's got to be some some director's cut, some some un, uh, uh, some scenes that didn't make it into the movie where he's doing the demon because he just the tongue. Yeah, the tongue <laughs> thing was fucking hilarious. It was pretty fantastic, uh, and I liked. So we're gonna go to the vision, Ryan. Do you want to take us off here? Start us off with the vision, the the main catalyst of this whole thing. Yeah. So he said he's sitting on the bed, and you know, post tentacle porn. <laughs> slash um holy avenger yeah viewing and then out of nowhere all the tentacles start coming out and suction to his face yeah i mean they pull i mean and it's we've said yeah. somebody here said really slither, worried. really which, worried where yeah. those tentacles were going till yeah it seemed it seemed like the same animation for like the tentacles from slither he just right he's like hey we've got this already let's use this here which these were all cgi yeah, and a lot of slither was practical effects, but but the tentacles, but yeah, it they were, looked very yeah. slither-ish. Yeah, yeah, but so and then one of them produces a knife claw, whatever. <laughs> it's a shit. And, yeah, <laughs> pretty much, and just cuts around and peels the scout back. Pulls a Hannibal Lecter. Uh, yeah, and then they, God, they squirt, God squirts in his brain. Or yeah. the that, tentacle that, squirts that, his brain. Not, which is not sure where if that was blood or ketchup. First they cleaned off the brain, then they well, squirted. Well, no, squirted, yeah. and then it rubbed it with the paint roller, like, across, yeah. spread it across the whole brain. Yeah. And then the tip then, of the tip. God uh, gave him said, just the tip. The tip of the tip of his finger. Which that's, is when, when God squirts, that's where he squirts, is your brain. I think that's pretty much in the Bible. <laughs> it's been a minute, but I think that's. Gospel according to I think, Luke. I think that's canon. Yeah. And I also loved Nathan Fillion being the Holy Avenger, like running past the window. <laughs> and yeah. you have the, the full stop and then the runaway again. Let's not forget the voice of God in this film. Ah, uh, indeed. Rob Zombie. Which, the voice of one of the, in the Guardians of the Galaxy 1, when Batista goes up to start trying to call, who's the villain in the first one? Oh, um. Uh, Come on. The Accuser? Ronan. Ronan the Accuser. So, let's go back. So, in Guardians of the Galaxy 1, when Batista goes up to call in Ronan the Accuser to fight him, the guy that's doing the voiceover in the, like, hub area is Rob Zombie. Dig through the ditches and burn through the witches. Slammed in the back of my drug You are thinking of Madonna, I believe. <laughs> but very close. Um Almost there. And, and also, I know Rain Wilson and Rob Zombie are friends because there's an interview out there that is fantastic where, because they did House of Thousand Corpses, is where yeah. I think Rain got That was discovered. one of his. We got to put that in the jar. Rain was yeah. in House of a Thousand Corpses? Oh, yeah. He was the he, fish boy. Yeah, he played uh, oh, one, the of the, boy. one of the kids on the road trip, one of the college yeah. students. Really? So wait a minute, that was before yeah. The Office? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So House of a Thousand Corpses that was, like, was, what, 98, 99, 2000? That was early 2000s, I think. Okay, and wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, who directed that? Rob Zombie. Dig through the ditches and burn through the wedges. I'll slam in the back of my drug That was easy. (laughs) Glorious. But there's an interview with uh, Rain Wilson and Rob Zombie later. Dig through the ditches and burn. Later on, where... Uh, Rain's talking about how funny it would have be to have Rob Zombie in the office just stare at the camera like uh, Jim does. Like, we'll just bring great. you on set one day and just have you sit in a chair and stare at the camera. Do a Jim. Rob Zombie. Dig through the dishes and burn. Stop whenever you, whenever you're done. <laughs> Slammed in the back. We're just going to go back and forth. I'm glad Celine Dion was in this movie, Taylor. No? Nothing. All right. Yeah. Jesus House Christ. of a Thousand Corpses was 2003. Office started in 2005. Yeah. Makes sense. And the only place they played it around here was Bella Vista, which is now gone. Wait, The Office? Yes. They played it in movie theaters. <laughs> okay. So, also, another connection they had. They didn't do a Mr. Pibb in this, which I was looking for. But they did have um, Greg Henry, which was the mayor in Slither. He was, uh, what was he, the uncle or... I think he was the uncle in Guardians of the Galaxy for 
uh, Quill. And he was Val. My favorite one he's done is Val from Payback, yep. which is so yes. damn fun. Terrific I, I movie. I love his character yep. in that movie. If you if you watch Payback, don't watch Payback straight up. Watch Payback. It's a big difference. Are you talking about the director's cut? Yes. Yeah, do not watch the director's cut. Do not cut. watch the director's cut. That's one of those that did not land. Oh, Jesus. They cut out the whole awesome ending with the torture and everything else. It's awful. Where they're smashing or turning his toes into scrambled eggs. Yeah, they eggs. cut out Chris Christopherson's mm. not in the movie at all. Yep. They cut out the whole torture scene at the end. It's insane. I bought it. I bought it too and Amazon. watched it like excited. I was so disappointed. I go, what is happening right now? So I, I'm pretty sure I have the director's cut of the house. Throw it away. I've I've never watched it. Well, it was one of those, you know, back when DVDs were first out, and they're like, oh, this also you can watch the regular or the director's oh, cut yeah, yeah. and everything else. And I think that's what I got. Yeah, you need to scratch it, scratch it to hell. Yeah, they, I mean, I they they ruined the whole third act with the director's cut. I don't know that I've ever actually opened the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, saw, I saw a payback in theaters. That's the right yeah. move. So, James. You haven't said anything for a minute. Um, well, I was waiting to get back to the now actual that he's movie. Decided to be <laughs> now. Now, now that Frank's decided he's going to be a hero, he has to figure out how to be a hero. And they did do a pretty good job of going through it. And yes. I very much appreciate them sewing the costume. Yeah, and it looking like it was sewed. And well, for the most part, there were some pieces that you know there really would be hard for somebody to just make. But right, <laughs> but it still looked very put together and something he could do himself. And you have that that first encounter, kind of like the the Batman Begins, where he's runs up and tackles the guy, and then the guy fights back, and he has a diaper stuck to his ass, and they all pull guns, and he runs away. His mask spins around, and he can't see anything anymore. Which yeah, they yeah, try terrific. to take it off of him. Yeah, in the fight, tries it, it almost comes off. Which in the, I mean, this movie gets progressively more violent as it goes, but I love after that when he goes and he's like, I need comics with people without powers it shoots to that scene where he puts the melon down and hits it with a wrench and he's like oh, that'll do that'll, that'll do. do it just destroys the melon and then he's just breaking people's faces with <laughs> this oh, and massive don't, wrench don't forget the uh the the brick the center, oh, the block. center block he just yeah. dropped a center block on a guy somehow managed to be in the right place to drop uh, a brick on a criminal you know he's sitting up there for three days <laughs> <laughs> That well, they did, was do, he did spend a lot of time behind a dumpster waiting for crime to happen. Yeah, I, know. Well, he, I thought he would at least have a police scanner or something. Well, he, but no, he, he did, just waited behind a dumpster. Yeah. The yeah. Time. I mean, he did no research off the off the front. And he's like, oh, I'll just pick a dumpster in an alley. Surely crime will come find me. Well, <laughs> and, you know, he was chosen by God, right? Yeah. So his thought is, all right, I just need to go God, do this and it'll God happen. God will provide. Well, remember, he did go to your local library to do research where the librarian was very helpful in helping him track down the drug center of town, which turns out was very easy to find. She was very Euclid street. Yeah. With his really, really, really real beard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She's already helping him and he's still trying to explain how the beard is real and not fake. Like get out of your own way, Frank. Yeah. She's (laughs) at the point where like, I just want to solve this. So you will leave me alone. (laughs) Which seems like most of his life. Yeah, that that feels like all librarians. Like, just get your book and leave, please. (laughs) (laughs) That's why they take the job. Yeah. They love their work. When was the last time you were at a library, Taylor? Uh, I was in a library last Tuesday, sir. Sir! (laughs) Were you looking for Rob Zombie tapes? Uh, You can get free movie rentals. Hey, if... Don't make me turn this into a PSA. If you don't have <laughs> your library card, go and get your library card and rent movies from the library. It's lovely. Did you know they also have graphic novels now at the library? They have new rentals. Look, he's trying to joke on me. I'm not joking at all. Yeah, they have graphic novels look, at the he's, library. He's trying to so fuck with me right now. Rob is trying to fuck with me. Go get your library card and rent movies at your leisure because they have new releases and they're great. They probably have the Batman. It they might don't. be out right they now. I would suggest starting with Invincible Comedium 1. <sighs> because they have it in Bentonville. It's one of my favorites. He's probably right. It's a good thing. But go get your library card is the gist of this conversation. Well, he, he finally gets through the... the, the oh, he's, he's got his weapon now. And he's... Yep. He's wreaking took out havoc some real, with it. He took out some real criminals... And then all of a sudden, you know, he's starting to get popular on the news. The news is pick covering him, and his friend almost figures out 
you know, questions him. Why, what do you What do you got to do tomorrow? Why can't you go to the movies with yeah. us? So I, I like to that point. I like how they played off on the news those first couple. They're like, oh yeah, he's going around town, almost killing ordinary citizens, just assaulting people. With <laughs> yeah, a pipe just wrench. randomly assaulting people. Yeah, before they start figuring it out, they're like, wait a minute, that guy was a pedophile. Which that was that very Boondock Saints. Like the end of Boondock Saints yes. is what that makes me think of, especially like his speech at the end too. It's very, uh, you know, if y'all wicked, you do wicked deeds. It's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, and they also do the God thing, so it, it kind of makes sense. No, nope, disagree. Okay, cool. Well, when he when he went after the the two guys, the two people, he's in plain clothes now, and in a, in a line for a movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, the movie, yes. And, yeah. uh, and then two people show up and cut line. You know, like, uh, just jump out and get a, get ahead of everybody. And then everyone's like, "We hate line cutters. We all hate line cutters." Yeah. He's like, yes, we do. And then he runs back. He, he doesn't just go f- confront them and tell them to get out of line. He, he has to go make the costume well, change. Yeah, he, 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 did, he did say something up front, and he was like, they basically told him shut up. Dun, da, da, da. You guys said go fuck yourself yeah. a couple times, and then he's like, then, well, I'm going to go that's the do thing the Superman. Is, yeah, he gave him Instead a chance. Instead of a phone booth. Hey, listen. Get, you, can, you can go to the back of the line. Or you can stay here and... Who knows what's going to happen? But, but that was the best pipe wrenching the whole movie, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. was, was the yeah. straight to the guy's head in, in front of the movie theater, just cracked his skull open. And, and you then, see the split, too. And then his girlfriend gets hysterical about it, and he t- t- takes her out, too. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're both screaming, and I don't think they learned anything about line cutting. That yeah, well, here's a, well, that's the thing. They did not butt again. I disagree. I disagree they? on that one, because I feel like when he smashed the guy in the forehead with the pipe... <laughs> There was, there was, I feel like I have a second where he goes, oh shit, I should have gone to the back of the line. <laughs> <laughs> they, they had plenty of time to think it over while they recovered in the ICU at the local yeah, hospital. Yeah, yeah. He goes, oh, well, that wasn't worth it. But you know, when they woke up after their comas, the movie they were going to see was on cable. So it <laughs> yeah. worked out in the end. <laughs> so I, uh, the, the fact that the woman addressed him as soon as she split, as soon as he split her husband's at like, Maybe it's just me, but if the person I'm with gets their head split open by a pipe wrench, <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> we're done here. Hey, it's like, yeah, I don't know if I want to chance this. It's a fight or flight moment, right this there. This isn't yeah. the person that I loved five minutes before this. <laughs> <laughs> They're a different person now. I love you about two ounces less. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. Okay, wait. I mean, that's a, that's when that's when somebody gets shot. But I'm I'm not gonna. I'm not going to get into a discussion with a guy wielding a pipe wrench who just split somebody's face open. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to reason with him. How do you not notice he's carrying a pipe <laughs> wrench? Tiger, it, it wasn't like no, we're we're shooting first, asking questions later. There, <laughs> there's no, there's not even a moment to realize he's there, and then you're broken. Yeah, but Frank's really quick with that thing. <laughs> Unless you're running back to your car and you drop it, and you have to go back and pick it up. <laughs> Him changing in the car was hilarious. And what was the car? What was the car again? <laughs> He's driving. It a was a Buick. Buick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which I like that everything An was color coded. Model Buick. His Buick was red. He painted the wrench red. The pipe bombs. The guns. Everything he did. And tags clearly visible. Yeah. Well, he's red. How, did, how could it's, the police not find this guy? Look, man, because it's 2010. Nobody was looking. <laughs> <laughs> Camera yeah, phones were rolling 24 seven. That's right. We didn't have technology back then. We were still in the dark ages. Dark ages, 2010. But it was after that confrontation where he finally goes back to his mission, which is getting his wife back. Well, he has that moment of, God, tell me if I'm doing this. Oh, should yeah, I, should yeah, I? That's right. That's and right. He, he, he throws, throws it all away. away, and then he goes home, and the Holy Avenger comes on. Just make something says, float. <laughs> Don't throw your life away. Yeah. And he takes that as scripture and goes and gets it all. And Nathan Fillion once again saves the day. And they hired some actor to stand there with fake nipple rings. <laughs> <laughs> with that that one sequence in that, um, I love that they said that the demon used lust dust. Lust dust. On them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they had a giant pink gun. Yeah. 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 And he used the power of Christ to compel them. Mm-hmm. But also, right after that is when you have the cop come in. He kind of figures it out because he sees the the picture in the newspaper. I, I love the cop is so innocent and lovely, like throughout the entire thing. Well, and he's just like, I, I need to, I, I need to check this box. I love dogs, and that's it. Yeah, he's yeah. I, everything's great. I just 
He's not even like trying to push this guy or trick him or anything. He's he checks just, the closet and there's nothing there, and he's yeah. like, "Okay, I, I guess I'm gonna leave." Maybe I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Turns around, gets shot six times, slaughtered. With Sean Gunn's character, uh, <laughs> uh, Toby, it's like, "No, I just did it because you did it. I wasn't yeah, gonna you, shoot you him. Shot you shot him, and then I shot him after." <laughs> Which we talked about this during the movie. Sean Gunn has a mohawk in this, and Michael Rooker has what we think is potentially fake hair. I like the switch around from Guardians, where Sean Gunn is well, he's still Rooker's lackey, I guess, but they do the they do the flip on that. Yeah, Michael Rooker's got Jew hair. Oh man, <laughs> it's all curly and shit. I'm leaving that in. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't really give Rooker a lot to work with in this. I mean, no, they didn't give him any lines. And I wonder, you know, when you see movies like this with directors and writers like this, where they use the same people over and over again, I wonder how they decide. Okay, well, Rooker was the main guy in the last one, so this time, two lines. Yeah, I, I, he must we're, thought we're like drawing the, straws here. The good and plenty yeah. were he, that was like a comedy thing for him, where he was like, "Let's make Michael Rooker have good and plenties in every single shot." But every every shot he was in, he was the, the straight man. He was the yeah. bodyguard, yeah. and he played it that way the entire time, even to the fight at the end where he got his head smashed that James couldn't watch uh, against the, <laughs> the fireplace. After the third hit to the fireplace, it was a little excessive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go it wasn't sleep. until the 14th one sleep. then. See, and that's because James never eaten good and plenties before. If you had had good and plenties and you had seen him eat those, like this guy's a monster. That he can eat more than one good and plenty? <laughs> fucked up. Well, well, as far as number of lines spoken by anybody, I mean, how many lines did Tyler get? Oh. Wow. Well, the vomit one was good. <laughs> she doesn't need any uh, yeah. more lines. She's she's a beautiful elf. I also like that they popped her eyes out in the uh when they did the flashbacks where the color was distorted. Her eyes were like the only thing right. that Blue. had right yeah. color. Yeah. They're like, nah, we're gonna give her this. Look, she's Liv Tyler. Yeah, I got that part. You gotta church her up. <laughs> Well, actually, I don't know I mean, if that applies. <laughs> I mean, she she acted very well for the part that it was, but it was it was definitely, um, I, I guess, great for a, a, maybe an easy part because a lot of it was just like I'm going to lay on this couch now. She's okay. very sleepy. Most of the movie. Yeah. Okay. So I'm for the listeners, in the, in the for the listeners track. right now, for for James, where he's talking about Liv Tyler. Apparently, James has some kind of bent against Liv Tyler. Now, do you want to talk about that, James? Not this moment. No, I, I feel like I feel like we need to address this because I don't know what this is either. But you rolled your eyes real hard about Liv Tyler, Lord of the Rings. So, do you want to talk about this? I have nothing to say at this time. Okay, okay, no comment. I'm gonna let it go, but I'm gonna give you one more chance. You catch me outside, I tell you. I'll give you one more chance. I'm gonna let it go, but I'm gonna keep hounding you about it. No, no, no. This is the last. If if you if you throw me off no, thrice, no. I like Liv Tyler. Okay. I don't always appreciate the roles they put her in. Okay, and one of those roles that you don't appreciate is apparently Aragorn's squeeze. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. I feel like we got a whole other conversation. No, no. We're yeah. We're gonna gloss over this right now because we apparently don't want to talk about it. Well, it's another movie. It's another movie. You're correct, but uh, but I feel like you're. Wait, did they dis- made a movie out of Lord of the Rings? <laughs> <laughs> and we've all seen the extended edition. I'm, I'm sure of it. <laughs> yeah, I've got four and a half hours, dude. That extends my edition every single time I see it. Oh, oh my god! Oh Jesus! Uh, where's Libby? So, <laughs> told you I'm just referring to Libby now. Um, Plus, does Lloyd Coffin was in this? Yes, Ryan. Yes, he was. Uh, I'm glad I caught that. Didn't see him listed, but I also know that Sean Gunn was a writer on Tromeo and Juliet. Yep. So as soon as I saw that interview, I was like, "Oh, that's him," and I wouldn't even recognize him unless you had said that was him from uh, Poltergeist. Yeah, where he's the future. Yep. Whatever. We're gonna have to go back and redo that movie because, ugh, you guys. Oh yeah, we're gonna. Have, you you, uh, you guys missed a gym there. It's oh yeah, it's it's a lot. Yeah, I have a feeling I'm gonna miss that gym next time too. 
Just tell him we're going to watch Jupiter Ascending. He'll be here. Yeah. <laughs> tell him he gets to pick one and he'll be here. Um, hey, Taylor, what was your favorite part of this movie? Okay, I think my favorite part was absolutely the rape scene. <laughs> oh, I didn't think that was what you were going to say. <laughs> I uh, I misdealt. Where, where Rain Wilson's sidekick rapes him. I was like, this is, it's so fucking absurd. Do you like me my outfit? <laughs> I mean, like, it gets so weird and so uncomfortable so quick. And it's one of those things that you just, you can't put in movies anymore, I feel like. And this was 12 years ago. I mean, like, yeah, this was bef- the, the before times. Now. Yeah. But it was, it was. Oh, it was a before four times. Yeah. I mean, look, here's the thing. This is a thing that happens. It's it's rare, but it happens, and it's this awful I see your data. <laughs> <laughs> it's this awful thing that happens, like, and and then it's kind of just worked over in the movie. But it's really uncomfortable when you're watching it. and You go, "Oh, this doesn't feel right." Yeah, hold on to that feeling. Yeah, it's it's not right. It's oh, awful. The, the whole back half of this movie was like, ugh. Yeah, but 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 the great thing is that like it's an introduction to the back half of the movie where it's right. just like everything's getting more and more fucked up. Well, that scene was the, I mean, it, we we cut straight from that to the the final battle. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. that's that's what yeah. gets him out of bed and says, "We're going to get my wife." He now. sees the vision right. of his wife saying, "Help me," and then he says, "We got to go. She needs he, help." He sees and, the vision of his wife from the chunks of his vomit in the toilet. After being raped by Liddy, which is just wild. Yeah, but no, he he didn't cheat on her. The uh, they were on a break. No, the (laughs) the superhero. Yeah, yeah. She put the the, she put the uh, oh yeah the cover on. So he was the crimson bolt. Yeah, crimson bolt. He was bolting bolty. Yeah, but but here's the thing: is I feel like like as a as from a narrative standpoint, without the rape scene and then the puke scene. Where he sees his wife in the in the vomit, like that's the transition into the bonkers things that are going to happen next. Like if if he's dynamiting people in the in the third act, it, it doesn't work as well without this window to how things full are, on change. Yeah, are, yeah. are not going to go right. Which I, fair enough. When I said what was your favorite scene, I thought you were going to say bombs. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect the rape. That was a clip. That was a three-second clip, but that was great. That, was, that yeah. was the hardest laugh that I had was in the entire good. movie. I, I love the whole montage where they go to the, the sporting goods yeah. yes. store, and, uh. and, and everyone there is like, you don't look like you belong here. And then he grabs like a whole roll of ammunition, throws it in the, in the cart, and there's like, all right, oh, okay. yeah, you're come all right. Yeah, come on, let's yeah. show you more stuff. And the random stranger fist bumps him. I feel yeah. like yeah. that would absolutely happen. Absolutely, we could we could find people who would absolutely do that. But, you don't go to enough sporting but, goods stores, do you, Taylor? <laughs> if you bought ammo more often, you'd know that. I, I loved the generic stuff that they brought back ammo. to the apartment from from buying to this stuff. Is like they had like two tubs of like looked like protein powder <laughs> tubs, yeah. and it was just labeled cannon powder. Yeah. Not, not a real thing you buy. Cannon powder. <laughs> it's called it, black powder. Yeah, it, it's called thermite. <laughs> it no, be, that's totally different. It might be a little more socially responsible for them to like in, in, uh, make people believe they need to find cannon powder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't need to give people the recipe. I, I the like internet, they got the internet. <laughs> there, there is no recipe. It's cannon powder. Well, uh, and a flame. You're good to go. All you need is a cannon. Bro. Well, what I yeah. saw them constructing didn't look like it would actually work, by the way. <laughs> I, Not that I know debatable. anything about Hopefully, it. Hopefully, yeah. I love that you're like, oh, the anarchist cookbook over here is like ready to go. <laughs> hey, listen. All you need is a little gasoline, gasoline and some dove. Some dove. Uh, gasoline. But they were, they were Calm well. Calm down there, Tyler Durden. They definitely <laughs> stepped up their game um, for the final battle. You know, they had their their bulletproof vests which they couldn't run in because they were so out of which shape it, had it, guns it, it, it didn't matter when you take one to the face though terrific little piece That's right if, you, if people want to go jogging they need to be wearing bulletproof vests from now on to make sure they're in shape for the final battle and if you don't know now you know <laughs> all right i like when they're trying to construct some of their stuff it's like well what are you doing there he's like well if i'm doing it right it's going to be a bomb otherwise just <laughs> bomb bomb the, the greatest three seconds in the movie, without a doubt. Which I liked when they started going up to the house, 
he's like, go. And then he just leans down and goes, help me. I need somebody's assistance. And the guy's like, what is that? <laughs> and she jumps out of a tree and just Wolverines the shit out of him. Not a stealthy approach. <laughs> no. no, not at all. So and I then like, you have the guy letting, letting let on fire in the middle of it. Hey, birdie. Hey, birdie. Like, you expect him to make a noise or do like a bird call <laughs> trying to get the attention. And he's like, hey, birdie. Hey, birdie. Yeah. <laughs> I think somehow the silent approach offends James Gunn. Well, <laughs> there's no stealth approach. Again, this he lit somebody on fire, just like in Peacemaker, and it's you go to a shot of Rooker, and it's in the background. The guy's on fire, doesn't notice at all. It's not until the pipe bombs start going off that they're like, "Oh shit, something's going on." <laughs> well, they uh, they're confusing the man on fire screams with the attempted rape oh, yes. of Liv Tyler, the upstairs. second rape yes. of the movie. Oh Jesus! Yeah, there were two, which. I like that they had that turn at the end of Kevin Bacon's character that she didn't matter anymore. He no. was getting all this money and it's like, ah, all right, it's time to time to move on. And he pretty much says, yeah, all right, you can have her next one. And then obviously you have the sweet ass murder of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah, that was well, impressive. Well, hey, uh, that, that's a movie yeah, title right I, there. The sweet ass murder of Kevin well, Bacon. It's my next book. <laughs> I just want to point out at the very end when he kills Kevin Bacon, you know. Uh, so Kevin Bacon's like talking to him. Hey, here, you can have him. You can have him. Yeah. And then he finally's like, okay, uh, screw this. I'm going to get some payback. And he shoots him in the arm. Yeah. Then he's on the ground. Shoots him and in you the think armpit. He's, you think the, the, the crimson bolt is down for the count. He's not going to come back. But then all of a sudden... He's firing that rocket blade out of his wrist. Yeah. The only cool, yeah. the coolest weapon he made yeah. in that montage, which I totally forgot about. Yeah, and yeah. hits uh, Jacques Kevin Bacon in the balls. And I just oh, want to say the poetic ending was he took out Kevin Bacon's eggs. Oh, 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 what you sir are a poet! Wow. Well, I thought it goes back to the beginning. Wow. No, he served him eggs, and then he took them out. And then he served his eggs. Don't women have eggs? Uh, allegedly. Let's not get into semantics. That women was a, have that was a good, eggs. That was a good line. Men have huevos. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but then, like, you have the, again, the Boondock Saints moment where Kevin Bacon's like, is killing me going to make anything better? He goes, I won't know unless I try. Yeah. <laughs> and then stabs the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> Phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, so fun. Well, <laughs> it's, well, a, it's a great line. The only thing that yeah. could have made that better is Kevin did a backflip. <laughs> <laughs> in a tank top, in a train yard. Oh. Well, I think there, I mean, uh, this is a weird connection, but in Napoleon Dynamite, there's a scene where Kip, uh, where Napoleon says something like, oh. you're the worst. And then Kip comes back, like, with a, actually a really deep statement that just comes, zings right back. It's like, how could anybody even know that? <laughs> you know i didn't realize that this movie connected to napoleon dynamite so in my so brain closely. It did. <laughs> i also right before this uh african drug lord dude that was raping Liv tyler it connects to a napoleon dynamite because there's dynamite all right and uh he comes downstairs <laughs> what <laughs> and uh kevin bacon shoots him and he said he made me do that and yeah. he has this whole freak out where he's pretty much saying that no, nope, all this was justified. I'm I'm the victim, which I I thought was fantastic for his character <laughs> right before he got stabbed to death <laughs> in the hallway of his mansion. Yeah, I, honestly, his, his I ranch. never. Yeah, I never felt like Kevin Bacon was the bad guy <laughs> because he yeah, had that a, makes sense for how was, you are. He was smiling <laughs> and enjoying himself the entire time. Like there, there was never a scene where oh, yes. the bad guy enjoys being bad. You can't be the yeah. bad guy. No, I'm yeah. just saying. Like he kind of tricked me. He kind of tricked me with his wily charm the and his sweet movie. ass silver tooth. God, it's so lovely. And his strip club and pimping hose. Honestly, and- if he had done a backflip, I would have thought Rain Wilson was the villain the entire time. <laughs> All it took oh. was one song oh, from Footloose, and you would have been sold. Get it, get it, cut loose. <laughs> this, this is a sad movie because the hero. Dude. Are you gonna sing to this? Ooh wee! Let's uh. Baby. Oh man, Economos was in it. Shake it, shake it for me. In the comic store. Yeah. Where else would we find him? Which, Sans beard. 
Yeah. Uh, yes, sans beard. He was asleep for half his scenes, too. <laughs> Behind the counter. <laughs> Which I read somewhere that I guess James Gunn was at a dinner party and Steve Agee was there and they hit it off and like just like went away from everybody else at the party and hung out and then they started hanging out after that because he's a fairly well-known comedian before Peacemaker, but now obviously he has HBO status. So I read that too. I don't think you can read. And you know what they did whenever they went away? What? Everybody cut, cut, everybody cut. Everybody cut, everybody cut. It's better when you can read what he's going to do before he does it. Everybody cut for loose. All right, what else? I like the scene, the, when he's first coming, or when he, when he's first doing some of his superhero stuff and stopping crimes, like the second or third crime he stops is that guy robbing from the girl in the wheelchair. <laughs> oh, he yeah. takes off, <laughs> goes after him, he changes direction. Not only does he tackle the guy, tackles the girl in the wheelchair, yeah. knocks her out, handles the criminal, leaves her on the ground and walks away <laughs> afterwards. Anything he tosses the, he's, Yeah. Tosses the purse. He's like, here you go. Runs off, leaves her on the ground, wheelchair tipped over. That's what we need, James. We need in the next season of Peacemaker, Super to show up, the Crimson Bolt to show up. <laughs> Him and Vigilante can like fight over who's Peacemaker's best friend. We don't know which uni- which uh, cinematic universe uh, Crimson Bolt belongs to yet. I mean, just but, I mean, James Gunn himself. Well, they did. Sides. They did mention oh, Marvel and DC Comics in the show. So wait, wait, what were the two mentions? Where they had they had Batman, they had Iron Man, they Man. had oh yeah, yeah, that's true. They had Captain all the America, Captain, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that made no, 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 old. not that one. He's a super soldier. They named four, <laughs> so they they struck a balance. Ah, uh, yes. Two DC, two Marvel. Huh. There will be one to bring us together. I feel like he would more likely be in the Marvel universe. You know, because of the murder. <laughs> well, hey, they murder way more people. I feel like in the DC universe. But uh, Thanos killed half of everything. Yeah, but he did a real slick. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's okay if you do it slick. Superman. Nobody likes to show off. All of Metropolis. It's cool as Man of Steel. He killed a couple of people in buildings. Thanos killed half a cu- of everything. A couple of people. Okay, Thanos killed people indirectly. It's like saying I'm gonna unleash a poison. Man, I- like Superman, straight up murder people he pushed Zod through people yeah it's a little different Uh, to be fair he also rolled to be fair fair. (laughs) close (laughs) he he also rewound the world to save all those people after Lex Luthor no I'm sorry that's Christopher Reeve there's a difference so are you talking about is there another Superman after Christopher Reeve? Uh, yeah. Where have I been? Which one? <laughs> yeah, his name is Brandon Ralph, and he's great. Oh, man. You mean the worst Superman movie? See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm about to go fucking Elliot Page on your ass right now. You're going to rape me? Maybe both. Let's get after it. All right. He's all gushy. <laughs> I even wrote that down. It's all gushy. <laughs> <laughs> the- Elliot, uh, Libby's seduction was pretty on point for somebody who works at a comic book store. <laughs> the dance. I, yeah. The dress. Processing that still. It, I, I liked even when she was prepping that very first time he shows up during Libby's new yeah. apartment bash. And she's trying to prove to him that she can be a good sidekick. And she's doing the most awkward poses ever of trying to look like <laughs> aggressive and Heroic sexy. And, yeah. Which I'll say again, it looked like Charlie Ann. That's what <laughs> she does. She'll stand in the, the living room and just do actually better cartwheels than that. And then that. she'll punch people that come to our door. Mm. Mm. You guys are lucky I, that she's sick. 
I was gonna say I'm I'm glad Meryl's the one that answered. Oh, no, didn't really she's answer. She's right though. behind you with a knife. Yeah, <laughs> Meryl's the one you should actually watch out for. Charlie, you'll know she's coming. Oh yeah. Eddie. No, I don't, no, I saw I saw her coming in. She risky business. Oh, that's business right. That's it. Right. You remember the, all the way uh, across the living room tonight? Do you remember the crimson bolts, smoke bomb? <laughs> yeah. Yes. The little little baby smoke bomb from. That's what it would look like if I tried to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think he needed some underwear over his outfit to make it really come together. That'd have been great. Oh my god! Yeah. Get some Zack Snyder shit. He did have. Uh, actually, <laughs> I thought that was pretty smart of him. He had some sort of like solid piece over his. Crotch. Yeah, he had a cod piece. Yeah, so uh, that was that was minimal protection in a vital area, uh, but he had something. Well, he's trying to get his girl back. You know, you can't get your girl back and lose all year. Your man business stamina. <laughs> Not if it's Liv Tyler. That's right. She's the elf on the shelf. Frank had a lot of problems, but I don't think he was that insecure. Oh. <laughs> he, he he didn't did know enough drug to, addict. He didn't know enough to be that insecure. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was the Forrest Gump You're, of murder. You have to be more aware <laughs> to be insecure. Yeah, he's a little schizophrenic. He's definitely a frantic. <laughs> Jesus told him it was perfectly normal. It's all fine, man. <laughs> so weird he's so cool just hanging there in the wall just chilling spider-man mm-hmm. all right what else did we miss who who was originally supposed to play jacques oh yeah yeah jean-claude van damme which d- disappeared prior to filming nobody heard from him and they're like just call kevin bacon that turned out so well for them oh yeah because kevin bacon crushed it which I want to know. I'm going to have to look it up and see who decided to have the silver tooth. Like, that really sold Jack to me. I'm curious as well. I mean, it sounds like something Kevin Bacon might have asked for directly. Yeah. I can see him doing it. <laughs> yeah, you can. I'm going to be a villain. I, I need a tooth. Give me the tooth. Kevin Bacon is, uh, he's a low-rent Nicolas Cage. Oh, man, I don't know about that. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm not trying to... Can Nicolas Cage dance? I'm not trying to clap out Kevin Bacon right now. What I'm saying is that Kevin Bacon is a good actor who he doesn't bring the crazy that Nicolas Cage brings necessarily. Oh, uh, that's a fact. He bring he brings some crazy. No one brings the crazy that Nicolas Cage yeah, brings. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like Maybe Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Oh, well, Mickey Rourke is just crazy. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mickey Rourke quit acting to get his face beaten in. Um, but but Kevin Bacon, he he tries, he knows what he's in and he and he brings that. Nicolas Cage doesn't know what he's in. He what Nicolas Cage is in becomes what Nicolas Cage is in. Oh my god, we're not doing that. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry. I, that that no, was that was a Rick and Morty moment lot. there. Yeah. No, uh I think the biggest difference is Nicolas Cage <sighs> takes a role and goes, "Oh, this is what this should be." Kevin Bacon sees a role and goes, "This is what it needs to be in order for it to succeed and I need to stop at this step." Awesome. And Nicolas Cage says, "There's no stop." Yeah, I'm just gonna go as I high got this, guys. as far I'll, as I can. I'll yeah. take over from yeah. here. Let me. I mean, the the best example I can think of is Mandy, from the recent ones where they have that that slow pan in shot where he's in the toilet, and, and you the, can and the you camera can operator see you can see in the terrified. movie that the cameraman backs yeah. up away from yeah. Cage, like and they left it in. That's glass that's the difference. Yeah, Cage is as phenomenal as he is is pretty much crazy. Yeah, and it works out for all of us because it's so fun to watch, and it's more believable. I think that Kevin Bacon stole the wife than Nick Cage. Oh, that's true. I mean, Kevin Bacon stole Wild Orchid is pretty much girl. established. Yeah, Kevin yeah. Bacon's credentials. Yeah. Well, he stole Taylor's heart just being the bad guy. I mean, I I, I thought he was great. I thought he was fantastic. Jokes. I never expected Kevin Bacon to own a strip club, though. That one threw me. Come on. You know he owns owns like like three strip clubs. Oh, that'd be... I know what I'm doing when I go home this weekend (laughs) now. Would it surprise you that much? You know why they call him Kevin Bacon? Because he brings in the bacon? His dick is super thin. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a... It's not. You gotta fry that shit. My favorite part of this podcast is you said that James side-eyed me. 
and said, no, it's not. Well, Kevin Bacon's done full frontal. <laughs> yeah, he has. We've seen it. I've well, seen it. Look. Some people what? have seen it more often than others. Hollow Man's the only thing I could think of. That it's Wild not, Orchids. Uh, uh, Shower scene. I'll take your word for it. No. Yeah, you should. He gets out the D. Shower scene in what? Wild Orchids. Wild Orchids. Wild Orchids. Oh, I haven't seen that. <laughs> it's actually, it's a good movie before your time. Oh, okay. Not before well, Kevin Bacon's it, time. You see Kevin's Bacon, though? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the highlight of the movie for James. You see the bacon and the eggs. <laughs> no, it's a great movie. There's he, a twist. Is he manscaping in the movie? Uh, no, that was before manscaping. I, I don't know. It was steamy. Okay. All right. He had great hair, though. I'm gonna look and uh, I'm gonna look into this. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna clip it. Google. Yeah. yeah. We all have Google. James, yeah. just send him a. Oh, I can do. I can yeah. Google, Google for you now. Uh, actually, I'd prefer <laughs> you have it saved. Maybe just not draw it. Right just now. draw it. <laughs> Use a pen. I'm not a good drawer. Let's just uh, go with the. What was the VPL? <laughs> the visible penis. <laughs> 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 I detected no visible penis lines uh, in today's movie. No, sorry, sorry, Rain. Um, there, there was the underwear scene there, after the bullet I was, wound. I, I was checking that out, but oh yeah, yeah. Tidy there, there, the, there was the there was the ball a, outline when he was changing the car and had his ass all over the the back window of the Buick. Which I wonder if Gunn likes uh, just using Tidy Whitey's as a comic relief bit because he's done it a lot. It seems like I forgot about this movie, but. It's definitely funnier than you know, anything else. Oh, I mean, you don't want boxers if you're going to do... No. You're going to throw in that one little hint? Yeah. But Rain, Rain Wilson used the, the tidy whitey bit like a half a dozen times in the office as well. Yeah. He did, but in this movie, if you notice, when he has the vision on his bed, he's wearing boxers. And then when he gets shot, he's wearing tidy whiteys, hmm. which was a much longer shot, and it was full frontal based. So I wonder if Gunn just thinks that that is going to bring a little bit of levity to the situation. Tidy Whitey's definitely add something to the character. I mean, every guy knows what, if you're, if you're wearing those, it definitely is a, a, a different mindset. It's a business day. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> it's business time. Maybe Nah, it's business day. You're, you're not on a date. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> You're not expecting. Are you on a date with Rain Wilson's balls? It's granny panties. Tidy whities are granny panties for men. I mean, he. James, you want to weigh in on this? Uh, wait, say that again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've Tidy whities are granny panties for men. Uh, possibly. Hey, yeah. you're not, you know, you're not going to laundry. You're not expecting anybody to see you in those, in those junks. Do you not do your laundry? No, not on. Tidy Whitey days. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're <laughs> we have derailed. <laughs> we're at an hour. Um, what did we miss? Anything we need to include in this? It was it was phenomenal. I, I loved mean, it. There's there's one thing they missed from a superhero uh, standpoint. Fuck, of course. Where's David? We need him. Go ahead. Skeletron. He would have been. He <laughs> would have been a real help. Chris, what do you got? Yep, that's what I thought. So, I thought it was great. Yeah, it, it, it does the full three acts like we talked about while we we're watching it, and it just gets progressively more. I mean, at this point, I can say more James Gunn because he has established himself when he's, you know, off the off the leash. That he can go full on bloody mess, uh, make statements about sexuality, race, everything else, and he he, he kind of touched on a, a bit of that. But I'm dis- I'm disappointed I haven't seen this movie sooner. Oh, we can watch it again. I mean, yeah. I'm not against it. Great film. <laughs> I, I now have another happy moment to put on the wall. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna have to watch Slither after this. Oh. It's been a while since we watched that one. That's that's probably my favorite gun movie. We we watched that one pre. Yeah, it was before we started times. doing the podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Why did we not do this sooner, <laughs> idiots? No, I just I I think uh, this is this is exactly how you do a low budget movie. Like yeah, write a script, make it fun, figure out how to do stupid shit, 
for nothing. And I uh, like that they were able to include all the elements of the different films that yeah. he likes while still sticking with a grounded, quote-unquote grounded, vigilante. But you still had tentacles. You still had the, the Jesus shit. You still had the weird Holy Avenger with Nathan Fillion. You had all this weird shit in here, and it all worked somehow. It probably shouldn't have, but it worked. And 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 I will say again, just to reiterate, the best scene in this movie. <laughs> Some young girl rape. Is the sidekick raping the hero. Like, and it's a it's a female on male rape. Like, it's fucking, it's, I don't want to say it's Go hilarious. on back. It, you <laughs> yeah. said it was hilarious. It's it is, problematic. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's creative. I think James is more accurate here. It's real. Like, it's whatever you kind of take into it. It's, it's inventive it's what everyone that has ever read batman always wanted from the female robin jeez no nobody wants that honestly you you seem to want it if you talk to people who want that get away from those people you just said you wanted it (laughs) no no i i didn't say that's not what i said oh man (laughs) this was a great movie (laughs) i loved it good job elliot Hey, thanks for listening. You got you got anything else? Any James? No, I'm good. Ryan? Good. Yeah. Great. Tell you got another monologue you want to jump off onto here? You want me, Brian? Oh, good. Well, thanks for listening. That was super. Go watch it. If you have not watched it, please go watch it. James Gunn's early work. It's fantastic. Go to anchor slash Rob Gilchrist for more. Go to Rob Gilchrist Books. Uh, I am I am Rob. Are we recording?